Welcome to Kitzer Bekitzer. We're up to Simon Sandy Bay's the halachas of Pekuach Nefesh on Shabbos. Sif Hey. If someone has a mako, he has a wound on the back of his hand, on top of his foot. If it was a wound that was caused by iron, or if a person has a boil on the rectum, if someone swallowed a leech, or if he was bitten by a mad dog, right? So this dog might have rabies, which is a, uh, a, a life-threatening illness that could be pekuach nefesh. The same would be applied by, uh, you know, if he, if he was by any wild animal, a skunk, a raccoon, a bat, a fox, anything that might have a uh, life-threatening disease in that bite, a scorpion, anything like that, even if it's a suffolk that he might die because of this, any animal bite that breaks the skin has the, uh, the possibility, the risk of infection. If someone has an extremely high fever, this is normally when, he, when it gets up to like 102. Even if it's 101 and the patient feels like he, he needs it, then you can be Michal Shabbos for him. Rav Moshe says that for a child, if he has a fever of over 100, you're ready Michal Shabbos for him. If the patient is old or if he's under six months old, there, there's an especial, uh, a special risk and you need to take care of him immediately no ma- using whatever means on Shabbos. No, call the doctor, see what you need to do. Ah, uh, how you can find out what his temperature is. Remember she says you could use a mercury th- uh, thermometer. Even if he has, uh, you know, he doesn't have any dangerous symptoms, you're allowed to take his temperature like that. If we're talking about, uh, you know, he, he has a potential, like a very dangerous fever, uh, over 101, 2 over there. Then you're even allowed to use a, uh, a, mer- uh, a digital one if you don't have a mercury thermometer available. All of these cases, you're Mechalal Shabbos for. If it's a common fever, that, that you're not Mechalal Shabbos for, uh, but you can do a Malacha Al Yadei Agoy. Again, Rav Moshe qualifies and says that this is only when your mild fever is not a symptom of some underlying dangerous condition. Like he has an infection in an internal organ that that may trigger a normal fever, but that is a sakana condition. Next halacha. Now, in the olden days, there was a, a common practice, a medical procedure of bloodletting. So, if someone did, if someone came down with a uh, congestion of blood, so we immediately take blood from him. Right, the Gemara in Chulin says that people would get this when they had too much blood in their circula- circulation. If someone did have his blood let and now he's very, very cold, and the Mishabura says that even um, a regular person, but he, he has some sort of an illness and he feels really cold. Uh, the Mishabura says try to get a guy to light a fire. But this cold is dangerous and is allowed to be taken care of. If need be, by a Jew, the light of fire on Shabbos. Now, the next halach is that if someone has pain in both of his eyes, or if he has mucus in one of his eyes, or there's some sort of a, a discharge coming out of his eyes, if there's blood coming out of his eyes, or some other, something's happening to his eye that may damage it. There's some danger to his eye. You're allowed to be mechalal Shabbos for that. Because anything that's happening to the eye, the Mishnah Buddha says, is considered the Koach Nefesh. Next, halacha, if someone is a Chayla Sheesh Sakona, and he needs meat. Okay, but the problem is that the only meat you have here is Osir, it's treif. So you're allowed to shecht an animal to give him kosher meat, but don't feed him that treif meat. Why? Because maybe when he finds out that you just fed him treif meat, he's going to be so disgusted that that will endanger his life. 
But if you know that that he wouldn't be, you know, so shooken up by the non-kosher meat, like he's a katan, or his mind isn't all there, so he won't have that reaction, then you don't shech the new animal for him, you just give him that trait meat. It's pikuach nefesh, that's not the issue. The issue is that when he finds out, that might be pikuach nefesh. Next, halacha. If someone is cooking for a chaylash yeshbeisakona on Shabbos, that cooked food is usher to anyone who's healthy on Shabbos. Because if you'd be allowed to, Chazal's worried, were worried that you might cook extra for everybody, for even for a non-chayla. However, on Matzah Shabbos, when Shabbos is over, then you are immediately allowed to eat it, and anyone, healthy people, are allowed to eat that after Shabbos. You don't have to wait however long it took to cook it after Shabbos, like you would normally have to do if uh, a goy did a malachah for you on Shabbos. And Mishabur says that if it was cooked for a chayla, then even if a Jew cooked it, a Jew, a guy, no matter who did it, you don't have to wait. After Shabbos, you can eat that immediately by, by healthy people. The Kitzer seems to hold that this heter, to be able to eat it right after Shabbos, only applies if a Jew is the one that cooked it. But if a guy did it, then Chazal is still worried that you might start taking advantage of the guy. But that's my own little deal, kind of. Mr. Bruce says it's fine. Have a wonderful day! Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.